0: with Ricky Baez and J.C. Enjoy the show! Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with yet another fantastic episode of HR Talk. Allegedly, we're going to be going live today, but all technology has failed us. Ricky Baez forgot to pay the bill, but that's quite fine because he (laughs) continues to pay the bill for the post-nominals at the end of his name. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm J.C. up in the northeastern United States and going all the way down to... Sunny, Central Florida. Please welcome Ricky Byers, the star of the show. Sir, I do pay my bills, I'll have you know.
1: I know Although I ain't waiting
2: for my stimulus check. So that's I'm putting it off until I get my twelve hundred. Hey,
0: careful with that. I mean the stimulus check thing, from what I was hearing about, when that drops, yeah. that's gonna have a negative effect on your returns for next year. Yeah, it right? is. Right? So be careful with that. You don't wanna if you if you plan That your uh, returns every year kind of help you out. You Mm -hmm. might want to just bank that. I don't know. I don't know if it's so stimulating.
2: You know (laughs) what I mean? Look, here's the thing. Uh, Anything, any kind of refund, any kind of check I get from the government, I'm going to plan on not getting it. That way I'm not disappointed in case it doesn't happen. I'm perfectly okay. I'm just not expecting it.
0: Kind of like birthday gifts.
2: Uh, This month, yeah. It's in a couple of weeks for me.
0: <laughs> well, Ricky, uh, before we continue on, we do have a fantastic guest on the show today. If you yes, could we please do. introduce the gentleman that's on the line as well.
2: We have a gentleman with us today who's been in the show before. He's uh, known as Sweet Baby Jay, a name that I cringe every time I have to say it. So I'm just like, hey, how you doing, Jay? And then that's it, but... Yes, we have Sweet Baby Jay with us today. He is virtual because we're all practicing social distancing. He actually lives in my neighborhood, so he's over in his side of the house, of the neighborhood. So, Jay, welcome aboard, brother.
3: Hey, what's going on, ladies and gents, gents and ladies? I'm going to have to say it's an absolute pleasure being here. Uh, Very sexy on this uh, Easter Sunday. And, uh, you know, I got to say thank you, guys. I also got a question about this stimulus check, this stimulating check.
2: Yes. Yes. No, Go no, ahead. no, 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 no. Just call it stimulus. Don't, don't say. Stimulated. <laughs> oh.
3: Yeah. Thank hey, you. Thank you. When <laughs> I found out I was getting it, I was a little stimulated. I got to admit. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <I> gotta, okay. <laughs> <I> got <Yeah. laughs> to admit. But so it's based off of your prior year's taxes, right? Yes. Well, I have not filed for my 2019 taxes yet. So would that possibly come out of my 2019 tax?
2: My understanding, and this changes every day because I keep reading up on this, my understanding is if you have not filed your 2019 fax, uh, taxes yet, they, you're going to get your check later on. I could be wrong, but I, when this whole stimulus check thing first came out, that's what they were saying. They were saying that it, they'll use your last year's taxes, but they're going to hold off if you haven't done 2019.
3: I could be wrong. No, no I, I, I was actually told that you get – it's based off of the last year's tax that you filed, which mine was 2018. So, but I just want to make sure, you know, not that you're my tax auditor or anything, but that I will get back my 2019 because I got solar panels and I get a nice tax credit for that. So, <laughs> uh,
1: well, Ricky, I, I have no idea. I, Ricky,
0: believe it or not, I heard it the same way that, it, that he's saying it right now, that it's uh-huh. based off the previous year's filing because current filings are extended all the way till July. I may stay Correct. corrected though.
2: Yeah. I, I, I don't know, to be honest. Um, I, I haven't done mine yet cause I got to pay. So I got to get ready for that big impact. I'm just so glad they just moved it to July. Gives me a little yeah, bit more time <laughs> cause that's, this Wednesday. Actually, you know what? This Wednesday is when JC was supposed to be in town so we can do the, uh, the uh, Space Coast Sherm
0: Conference. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Space Coast Sherm <laughs> Conference down in Melbourne, Florida, that has been delayed. Uh, that's being pushed off until July 22nd at this point. Uh, so we are we are going to reconvene down there in July, get the party started again. Rick will be on the floor. I'll be emceeing that day. A uh, host of speakers that we'll be talking about coming up. If you already have tickets for the Sherman Space Coast event, they will be honored. And they are continuing to sell more tickets as well. So here's hoping that everyone continues to stay safe and we get a chance right. to meet together and see each other coming up later in July.
1: That's right. That's
0: right. So July 22nd,
2: right? That was the date. I could be wrong. The 22nd. You're coming down. We're going to have it then. Hopefully, uh, it's, I, I was watching the news this morning, and they're saying now that most of the country is going to be open up again by May 1st. Uh, that's in a couple of weeks, actually. I don't know if um, if that's true or not. Nobody really knows. But I did see some good news, JC. I did see that in your state, you guys are starting to flatten out that curve. Is, is that right?
0: Yeah, I Maybe I. You I I'm, exa- I'm, tired. I'm I'm tired. I'm am tired of nah. current events and news. Yeah, I, I know. There, there's a there's a lot going on. There's a lot that they've done. There's there's a lot of positive uh, movements, but it doesn't detract from the fact that uh, there are people that we know that have passed from this, and that it is still something that's currently spreading, and that it's it's continuing to consume our days. Um, you know, it's it's kind of funny. I do have a interview I want to play for the both of you. It's okay. um it's a piece I did with a friend of the show, Jordan George. He's been Jordan. on the program. Yes. Yeah. He's yes. helped co host in your absence yes. a few times, Rick. Uh yep. Sweet Baby Jay, This guy's fantastic. And let me tell yeah. you about him. He's uh he's this guy who created a social media post on LinkedIn. He's currently at like fifty 000 to sixty thousand views right now. And it's all about uh talking talking about this work environment from home and how it's how even though you're home you're not it's it's not work it's different than work things are different right now so I've got a great piece for him uh, for you guys do you mind if I play that right now go right ahead I'm good ladies and gentlemen we are here with Jordan George SH. RBP LDCP leadership people culture transformation international keynote speaker and former guest co-host of the HR Talk podcast please welcome Jordan George Jordan how are you today sir
1: hey JC i'm doing great buddy how are you
0: i uh, doing pretty good you know it's uh, it's been a wild few weeks though i mean this this lockdown this this covid situation there's a lot going on there's a, there's a lot of change uh organizationally for a lot of us it's it's been wild, how about by you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody is um, is exempt to that right now. I think we're all dealing with it in different ways. I think uh, you know in my world, thankfully, a lot of what I can do can be done remotely, can be done from home, so I've been able to continue to work but uh, it's it's definitely a blessing and a curse right now. It's tough to be stuck inside all day, but I- I'll take it. you know the alternative could definitely be worse so.
0: yeah, absolutely. hey um around LinkedIn. And outside of LinkedIn, when we're talking about memes that people are starting to see on Facebook and on Twitter, you had a social media post, a blog post that went up that talked a little bit about that remote working and it talked about how this this really kind of is normal. Uh, do, do you mind if I read a uh, a quote here from that blog post? Go for it. So it says here, I want everyone who is working remotely or leading remote teams for the first time to be very clear on one thing. This is not working from home. This goes on for quite a ways. But that <laughs> part right there, before we continue, that right there is already turning into an online meme. People are putting this into pictures. They're they're spreading that word right away. And I believe you told me your blog post has already got up to like near 40, 50,000 views and climbing already. Is that right?
1: We're getting there. Yeah, we're, we're just close to 40,000 views right now. It's been shared over 300 times, um, lots and lots of impressions. So, I mean, you know, I say that to say that clearly people are resonating with this idea that this is not a typical work from home experience. And whether you are used to working from home in a non-pandemic situation, or this is your first time ever having to work from home, one thing is certain, and that's that this is different. This is not the same. People are having to adapt at a rapid pace to keep up with these changes. And I'm not just talking about work changes, I'm talking about changes in their family life, having to deal with loved ones that may be getting sick or being laid off, having to deal with children being home from school, uh, having to deal with parents uh, and relatives that may need assistance. Right. So these situations that this COVID pandemic has plunged the world into, these are not typical conditions to be working from home under. Yeah. So I'm hearing a lot of people conflating this idea that, well, this is this is, you know, just asking you to do your job from home. No, it's asking you to try to do your job at a place that you're not used to doing your job in the middle of a global pandemic. And that was <laughs> yeah. a point that I really wanted to make clear for people in the post.
0: We're talking about strong words. We're, we're talking about things that were rather blunt. I know I only read the first two lines here, but continuing on, you state this is being – Confined to your house during a global pandemic with your kids who are trying to adjust to virtual school for likely the first time being worried about the safety of your aging parents and grandparents and other family members that you can't see while also working in close proximity to a spouse or partner all day long before we continue those key points expounding upon where you left off. It's not every day that everyone had that opportunity or has that opportunity to work in a capacity where their spouse is maybe right next to them or just mm-hmm. down the hallway. I mean, heck, we've seen the videos on TikTok and everywhere in between where the ladies working at her desk and the guys in the background wearing a unicorn mask and dancing around and having a good time. You know, I mean, that's the lighted, uh, the light heart side of this all. Yeah. But it's a lot at the end of the day working in the same close proximity as as your spouse or partner, yeah, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So that person in the unicorn outfit is my fiance. <laughs> uh, she, she's the one that uh, is going absolutely nuts right now. So, uh, and that's kind of where part of this rose out of. You know, just to give some quick backstory, uh, my fiance is in business development, so she's out all the time. I mean, she's used to being on the road all the time, doing sales, talking to people, you know, going to events, and this is, I mean a radical change because obviously she's not doing any of that stuff right now. You know, my job, I'm, I'm in the HR training space. I can do a lot of what I do remotely and I have before, right. but for her, it was a really hard shift and I didn't pick up on that for the first couple of weeks. I was feeling good. So I thought she was feeling good and it was after about the third or fourth week of us just sitting across the table from each other, the dining room table doing our work that I could tell she was starting to get frustrated because she didn't understand like, well, you're not on a phone call. Why can't you just talk to me right now? <laughs> I'm like, well, because I, yeah, I got other work to do, right? So right. there was there was a point uh, where we said, all right, it's time to put the office together. <laughs> we've, we've been in our house for a couple months. We hadn't touched the office. It's time to put the office together because we needed space, right? As much as we love each other, as much as we enjoy being around each other, when you're around anybody all day, every day for multiple days on end or multiple weeks on end, it's going to get difficult. And I, and again, that's another thing to, to contend with, especially for those who are not used to having a partner or spouse working from home full time with them also working from home full time.
0: The next line in this, you state dealing with a spouse or partner who's been suddenly furloughed or laid off and doesn't quite know how to deal with it. In that that aspect, in that capacity, uh, with with your situation, is, is she currently in that position now where she's furloughed or laid off and and struggling with that a little bit there's there's no more continual day job work for her
1: yeah thankfully that's not the case for us Uh, she was able to be reassigned elsewhere within the organization and so they've got her uh, temporarily working on some other projects that are keeping her busy right now so thankfully that's not been the case but however that point
0: though that point is so valid and you and and you're talking about so many people in that exact situation
1: well that's that's the thing is I've I've got plenty of friends who are in that space. You know, I live in Florida, uh, Orlando, tourism capital. Hospitality and tourism industry has hit a serious uh wall here right now with all this going on. I mean, Disney's closed, Universal's closed, SeaWorld's closed, you've got all these big attractions that are closed, and with that tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people who no longer have places to go to work anymore. I've got best friends that uh, are out of work suddenly. I know people that, uh, you know, in the restaurant industry work in two or three jobs where all three of their jobs have terminated them or laid them off because the business just isn't there anymore. So, uh, you know, and then you come home to that and you've got somebody else who maybe is still lucky enough to be working remotely, but then that, that, that person that's out of work is just sitting there trying to figure out what's next for me. What do right. I do? How am I going to support my family? How am I going to contribute? How do I not be a burden on my, on my partner or my family members in the meantime? Uh, so that's a tough mental battle to fight out.
0: It continues on here. And, and you hit a point next in this post that really, really resonates with me, saying being alone, utterly alone, except for the few moments throughout the day where you get to connect with someone by a video call. And being bombarded with nonstop news and experiencing growing uncertainty about how exactly uh, how about how I'm sorry, about exactly how long this will last. Um, The loneliness compared with that nonstop news cycle. Mm -hmm. That's a lot mentally Um, from your personal perspective or those of your employees or those that you've spoken with. do, Do you see that resonating with a lot of people? And their experiences. absolutely
1: absolutely, and that was actually some of the people that uh, commented the most and most frequently, and have reached out to me from that post and said that sentence right there of being alone, utterly alone, except for a few minutes a day where you get to connect with someone by video call that 's what that 's what hit them. They felt that um, you know we, we talk about how difficult it must be to be working from home with a spouse or with kids, and it certainly is but uh, the grass isn't always greener because the alternative is you're here by yourself all day long. You're not going anywhere. You can't have any friends over. You can't have any family over. You can't go to see anybody. You, you can't do anything. And especially uh, in larger cities that are on lockdown right now, uh, it's, it's dangerous to go outside sometimes yeah. into public spaces. Right? So you're just alone through this process Except for those couple of moments where you've got these video calls or these video meetings that you're doing throughout the day, whether that's to try to get work by doing interviews or, try, or trying to do your work by meeting with others. And that's your only connection is you get that little moment where you get to see somebody quote unquote face to face over the computer, right? But outside of that, the only people that you're hearing from and seeing on a regular basis is the news. And it's just this constant bombardment on radio, on podcasts, on TV, on online, on social media of mostly a doom and gloom picture. We don't know when this is going to be over. It's getting worse and
0: worse. It's spreading faster. It's, it's um, to the point where they actually have trackers, like numbers on the screen, yeah, almost yeah. like you're watching the stock market and yeah. and those numbers equal people's lives.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very surreal. And you and I were talking about this yesterday. It's just very surreal, um, the experience that we're having right now. And then in the middle of that, trying to cope with that, trying to cope with the mental pain, the, the social distance that we are feeling, the physical discomfort of being stuck somewhere, and then this ludicrous expectation that our work is not going to in some way be impacted. It's right. not in some way going to suffer. It's not in some way going to slow down. Uh, and then, and then in, in the middle of that, you've got the, the, um, the guys out there saying, well, if you're not making something of yourself during this time, if, if you're not – starting a new business, if you're not getting in the best shape of your life, if you're not doing this, right, it's like all this productivity porn out there that's trying to push people, right? Then we're putting extra pressure on ourselves saying, gosh, maybe I I should be working out more right now. I do have some extra time. Oh, gosh, I should be eating better because I can be cooking from home right now. And then we're, we're putting all this additional pressure on ourselves without taking a second to pause and realize we are literally in the middle of a global crisis. And- that can't be uh, that can't be forgotten.
0: A lot of people carry that internal guilt, internal guilt from over the years of just things that they did want to change in their life. and when you you hear words like that, it it really resonates the wrong way with some people because they're instantly immediately already thinking about all the things that they could have done to better themselves over the years and now yeah. I'm in this awkward situation this 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 crisis situation. In some instances, above and beyond anything that they've ever experienced in their entire life, mm-hmm. and they're still at that that tipping point, that 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 pinnacle of of life where they're like, okay, maybe I will put down the Twinkies. You know, <laughs> it's 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 a bit much.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a tough time to do that. You know, it's one of the, the big things going around social media has been these workout challenges. So, you know, you, you post 10 push-ups and you tag 10 friends and then they're supposed to do 10 push-ups and on and on and on. And it's a great idea. I love the idea of trying to use social media to connect with people, to keep them healthy, to keep them focused, right? But then what if you're that person who's barely able to get yourself out of bed right now right. because of the anxiety and the depression that you're feeling? Um, and then now you're seeing that and you're going, oh, gosh, I'm, I'm not, I can't even do that. I can't even do 10 pushups right now. I don't have the energy right now. Right. And so that's not to say that that is the bad uh, initiative or a bad effort, but it, again, it could be putting pressure on people. So this post was really just to say, look, be patient with yourself, be patient with your coworkers, be patient with your peers. Um, later on in the comments I added additionally, be patient with your leaders, right? Be patient with your bosses. Because what I was getting a lot really early on was, um, Well, you know, yeah, this sounds great, but my boss is a micromanager. Look, I'm not saying your boss isn't a micromanager. A lot of bosses are micromanagers in the best of times. But just keep in mind that right now, your bosses, your managers, your leaders, they're dealing with these same things. So it's not to excuse the behavior, but just extend the same courtesy of a little empathy and understanding because a lot of these people that are now working from home full time uh, for the first time Also have bosses who are leading remote workers for the first time, and they have no idea how to do it. They are just as scared as their staff, except they're trying to keep a brave face. So it's not to excuse the behavior. It's just to say, give them a little empathy as well.
0: It's, you know, up to this point for maybe organizations that have been going through minor changes, things that we've talked about in the past on other shows employees may be in that mindset of trying to do the best with those those simple things the small widgets the menial tasks doing the best with what they can do and control this entire situation opens up the mind it opens up the perspective of any individual willing to open their mind to think about things from that bigger picture from the organizational layout from that empathy perspective of yourself and of that leader of that manager that supervisor. I appreciate your words here. I appreciate everything that you wrote and everything that you put out there. And I'd have to say that almost the entire internet does though too.
1: I appreciate it. I mean, it just means that it resonates with people, right? That that what I've, what I've been able to put in words uh, was just echoing what people were feeling but didn't know how to say. And that's what I'm hearing a lot from people. So I, I really appreciate that. I'm honored by that. Um, I'm pleased that people are connecting to it. They're finding a little bit of peace in just hearing somebody else say the same things that they're feeling. You know, I think the, the important thing is for leaders out there right now, and this, this is in the post and it came out of a personal experience. Um, please, please adjust how you're measuring performance right now. I had a, a very good friend whose boss basically very early on, said, we're going to let you work from home, but your productivity better not drop. Your productivity better not go down at all. If it does, you're on the firing line. You're going to potentially lose your job if we see that dip in productivity. Look, this is not normal working from home conditions. This is not a fair assessment to say, you should just now be able to do your job at that building instead of this building you're adding in so many additional variables that we're all struggling through right now. It is not reasonable to expect that there's not going to be some change in productivity, right? So you've got to get creative as a leader in reassessing how you're measuring performance and output. And it may not look exactly the same, but trust me, the majority of your people out there are not using this time to lay by the pool. The majority of your people that are working from home for the first time may be a little slower in doing their jobs than normal because they're figuring it out, but they're still trying and they appreciate the flexibility and the option to be able to be home right now with their children who are out of school, with their spouses who are struggling to find work and still to be able to bring in income into the household. They appreciate that. So please don't punish them for this like it's something that they chose. We're all going through this together. And at the end of it, when it's all said and done, if we have leaders looking back on this and saying, ah, see, I told you, I told you remote working wouldn't work. I knew working from home was a bad idea. Look at the drop in productivity. That's simply not fair. Not in these circumstances.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan, George, Jordan, what are some of the best ways people can reach out to you or read this blog post if they haven't already seen it online?
1: Yeah, you can uh, go to my LinkedIn page, linkedin.com, uh, and then ask Jordan George is the URL. Uh, you can also find me on my website, askjordangeorge.com. That is the best way to get in touch with me. From there, you'll get my email and uh, all the other ways to contact me. So feel free to send me a message. I'd love to chat with you.
0: Jordan, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thanks, JC. It's always a pleasure.
0: And ladies and gentlemen, that was our time with Jordan right there. Rick, back to you. Um, love the hat by the way. Like um it. you know what? I oh, I
2: <laughs> just, all he needs now is the whip and some kind of a uh, old ancient crystal to find in a cave somewhere. <laughs> That's what he needs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like it. Who, Indiana JC. You, th- you talking about Jordan George? I thought that was a good interview. He doesn't need a whip or anything. No, 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 no.
2: That That was a really good interview. Actually, you know what? I agree with 99.9% of what he said. Okay. Um, Everything he said is spot on um, as far as people um, with the expectations and how difficult it is for employees who've never worked from home before. What is Sweet Baby J doing? What is... uh, I'm not even going to. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Ricky, you, you okay. do understand this is still an audio podcast at the end of the day as well, right?
2: Yeah, I know, but it's being recorded and this is going to be on YouTube later. So, OK, okay got, got it. it. So, yeah, thanks, Jay. Um, no. So it, it, it's it. A lot of people are having a really hard time. <laughs> I can't. A lot of people are having a really hard time adjusting to their new norm and their kids being there. And exactly how Jordan said, they're yeah. uh, our spouse being there, and still being expected to produce. There's one thing, though, that I'm like, ah, I don't know about. And that is when when, when um, uh, people start saying that this is your time to start a business. This is your time to lose weight. This is your time to do this. Yeah, you this were saying
0: that. that. You were saying that just a week ago. Of course ago. I was
2: saying that, yeah. 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 But the be- before I was even saying that, there was a lot of people on social media saying the same thing. But even more, more people saying, stop being an a hole." I was not the first one. <laughs> but Can I, I chime in here, gentlemen.
0: Yes, absolutely.
3: Now yeah. this is the thing. I'm going to agree. This is the time, but it's always a time to start your business, to uh, re rejuvenate yourself, to be better than you were the day prior. That day is every day. It's not that this is the time. It's that there are no excuses now.
2: Well, yes, I agree with that, but he's saying that it's no less easier or it's, or it's a lot harder because now you yeah, you do get the time, but now you have all these other external influences it's that you was not dealing with before. But here's my thing. The reason I, I agree with the sentiment that this is your time is because when all this is over, we're not going back to the same workforce we left. It is going to be a completely different playing field. And if people are, are working from home right now, dealing with all these things, expecting things to come back to normal the way they were pre-COVID-19, they're going to be in for a rude awakening because it's not.
3: It well, really, listen, rude. this this might be work-savvy work, work um, savvy clothing, like no shirt, an ascot, and a blazer. No, uh, just for you,
2: Jay, um, that's not going to happen here. <laughs> it's not going to happen anywhere. I mean, that's fine if that's
3: what you want to do. <laughs> You're killing me with that, bro. I mean, why not? I mean, we're everything, like, there's going to be a new norm going on, right? Yeah. But things are just going to be different. So it's like, I think one, people should have more fun in the workplace, you know, appreciate those that are around you. Yeah. Because, listen, after this, we're going to have to realize that we could have lost a lot more people. True. Have you called anyone and said, you know, hey, like, listen, I appreciate you? Or, you know, have you taken that opportunity to tell someone that you don't like that they're an asshole?
0: Do You might not me. get that opportunity again. Me, I mean, that's part of the reason the face of the franchise isn't on. Ricky won't call him.
2: No, <laughs> that's not true. He's busy. He's an essential associate. So he's out there. He's one of those heroes out there putting his life on the line to make sure everybody has what they need. So,
3: God bless him. Yeah.
2: But you work for Publix? Uh No. Uh-oh. I'm not going to say where he works, but he is an essential associate. Yeah, so.
3: Because uh, <laughs> and listen, Publix is, are, you know, who knew that
2: <laughs> this? I mean, you know, okay, guys, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So for people listening on the podcast, you've got to get these visuals, please, please. On when when we publish this, I'm going to go ahead and put the uh, YouTube link. You got to see what JC and Sweet Baby J are doing. They're just having this dress-up game. They keep changing left and right. Well, uh, It's actually pretty funny. Okay, Happy well, to,
0: to Sweet Baby Jay's point, the, the future of the workforce, if you're talking about working from home, if you're talking about having a little bit of fun in your new environment, who says that you can't be on a video conference and change clothes every 15 minutes to throw people <laughs> off to get a little bit of a that laugh? That is
2: true. Right? And this has come with different – and they see why you're encouraging him, J.C., why you're encouraged so now he's gonna change again. It's all no, good. but it, it's Jordan Jordan has a really good point. He's got a really good point with that. Um, it, it's managers and leaders need to have more empathy. If empathy was not as your skill set, you better learn it.
0: But Rick, check this out. What the thing with his post um, you're talking 50 to 60,000 views and climbing. You're talking people actually yeah. making memes that are going onto Facebook, Twitter, and the like that are talking about, uh, it, it, that are using his exact words from that post. He's inspiring an entire crop of people that may not yes. have been inspired previously.
2: Yeah. And, 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 and that's why once I saw that, I'm like, he is spot on. Jordan hit the nail on the head and I'm glad he put that out there because a lot of people needed to hear that especially the the leaders who that leader that one leader that he was talking about at the end the one who sends who sends people to work from home and say your productivity better not drop that's a very a-hole thing to say it really is you know because you got folks well no Exactly what he said. You got all these folks out there who have all these external influences and everything. And it, it's, 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 you really, what is Jay? Okay. I'm, I don't know what Jay is doing, but he's throwing me completely off. Jay, I'm sorry. What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? So now, not, now you got a hoodie. Now you got cold. glasses. It's cold. You're in Florida. You literally live half a
3: mile from me. No, you're not cold. Stop it.
2: No, I'm here, you know,
3: <laughs> um, well, this you know a- what? Actually, Jay, um,
2: I follow you on Facebook, and you are at home with your kids, and you crack me up with your videos because you put enough up videos about you being the lunch lady, being the <laughs> PE teacher, and being just a teacher. And you're actually recording um, what you're doing to your kids, having them work out, doing all these yeah. different things. All right. so 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 talk to me more about that routine, that everyday routine. Well, um, so... <laughs>
3: So listen, I am the principal, the PE coach, and the school lunch lady. But none of this goes down without the the um. Who's over the principal? Who's who's that? The the superintendent. The superintendent. Mm -hmm. And the superintendent seems that she has something to say about. Oh. 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 Oh, Okay. So she's monitoring Uh, what I say. (laughs) Hey, hey, for
2: the record, you should be monitored. So I'm with her. <laughs> you should so you, be censored.
3: Exactly. So listen, I, I got to admit, um, I'm an essential worker, but uh, for what I do is very specific. Mm-hmm. And we are actually asked to shelter in place Yeah, because we're such a small unit. But it is, it is definitely different. Um, not, well, my wife has worked from home, so her working from home is not something that much out of the norm but mm-hmm. with the kids here, O M G, yeah. these kids eat too damn much. <laughs> when, and and I'm eating too much as well. Listen, when I'm at work, I eat breakfast and then I don't eat again usually until I get home. Yeah, I'm eating three and four times a day. Um, it's the kids eat endlessly. They require so much attention. So yeah. working from home isn't that much of a challenge. There, it is the time to start, you know, your own business or your own, you know. Uh, ideas on what you want to do, but it there's those other challenges that come with it. These kids are not a game; they require so much attention. And to find out that the damn school year school year might be canceled, this is crazy. The whole school year, it, you know, it,
2: you know, they it's, they
0: already stepped forward in New York State, and they said straight out that uh, they're d- they're done with the uh, the Regents exam. So some of the final exams, they're they're totally shot. It's over. And uh, down in New York City, Mayor de Blasio was talking, uh, talking about, you know, just calling it an end to the entire school year. And that's where uh, the governor chimed back in and said, uh, you, you can't make that call. I make that call. I read you know? that. So now they're, yeah. they're in a big argument about what's going to happen at the end of the year or, or, or towards the end of the, everything right now. You know, when we're talking about preparedness care and caution, empathy, taking care of people. That's fantastic. I love that. Some of these press conferences, they're going just about an hour too long. Mm, (laughs) They're turning into political rhetoric. Now we're starting to see a capitalization of uh, traumatic circumstances on all angles and all sides. I'm not taking anyone's particular side. I'm saying Mm -hmm. everyone is becoming subject to this right now.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's getting old. I mean we're already we're already home, we're already burnt out, and now now we're not even watching the news. Now we're not even trying to think about those next steps because our new norm to us is that new reality that we're moving forward with regardless. Yep. You are that teacher, you are that worker, you are that spouse, you are everything to everybody in your own home twenty four seven now.
2: So let me so let me jump on something that that Jay just said. So, um, as far as the kids being at home, because I because my six year old is here with me actually, I share an office with him during the week. <laughs> it's it, it sounds weird me saying that, um, but it, it's it's what Jay said is a hundred percent spot on. They require so much attention, and every two or three minutes, he's asking me this question: "Hey, daddy, look at this. Hey, daddy, look at that." So. You have to practice some patience because you don't want to lose your patience with your child. Obviously, you want to be there for them because this is – I don't know if it's as stressful for them as it is for us. I'm assuming it is because this is a change in their routine. They're normally out there with, the, with their friends, with their teachers, um Jay looks like he just came out of a spa. I don't know what's going on here, but I'm telling you guys, you've got to see these visuals. But Jay, what do you do um, during the week when your kids are just demanding so much of your attention when you're trying to work? What skills or what tips do you have for everybody out there?
3: Well, listen, I have a great superintendent who really um, (laughs) monitors them, and it's endless. It is endless, the amount of attention. And not just that, but the new systems that they've – put into place for uh for the school system let me let Mm -hmm. me let me move the candle out of the way thank you uh you see i have kids around me all the time now (laughs) and um so i actually have to really monitor what i say and do because um you know the kids are always around (laughs) and 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 there she is look how cute she is (laughs) hi
2: (laughs) hello Hello. Hello. all right hold on Jay, yes, Sweet baby jay has um <laughs> his, his co-workers here um they're cute <laughs> all right is she changing to, is she putting on a hat no she's not okay
3: all right. No, all right no she's messing up as moana and that's what you have to do with can you imagine if i was actually on a meeting or something like this and and these kids were uh you know kind of, it's never ending but
2: but but here's the thing as As a manager, right, you should be able to understand that everybody's going through these same things. And when you're having this meeting, having these serious conversations, then your employees' kids pop up. Don't scold them, right? They're there. So it's a part of life. That's what's happening right now. And that's what Jordan was saying in the clip earlier. We have to practice some empathy for our associates. And we have to practice that empathy because, yes, you're going through a tough time. So are the associates, so are the kids as well.
3: Well, you know, it's it's really um we have a soccer player now or oh, NFL, NFL. Looks, looks like a lineman. Oh, well,
2: okay. I, don't, I don't know. It, it, it's he he's wearing that jersey right now. There's an old saying, if he wears that jersey, the person's going to get cut next year, so be careful there, JC. Oh, he in? <laughs> See, there you go. This guy died,
0: Rick. Thanks. That, that's what happens when you wear the jersey. You got to be careful with that. Yeah, uh, he passed away a while ago. Kent Hall, legendary lineman for the Buffalo Bills. Fantastic. <laughs> Look player. at that. One of the In best, cut. greatest, biggest mm-hmm. player, very great. So he was very cut. good.
3: Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's 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 and and you know one thing I was actually discussing with my wife is that they don't really use the word employees anymore. The word associates is now commonplace. Wow. One I always wanted to know why is that? And also it's but I do enjoy it. I I do enjoy that they use the word uh, associates. It's more friendlier. But I think people really? are now, you know more jokey with it because of the fact that all these changes have taken place. So yeah. I cannot see how a boss or a manager would scold or say anything about you know, what's going in someone's home that's their new work environment.
2: Well, you know what? This time, three months ago, that would have been a huge issue, right? Yeah. How dare you be so unprofessional to have your kids in the background and have everything messed up while we're having this really important meeting? Yeah, but- Everything changed. Every, you know what? I saw a funny meme on social media yesterday, and it's a picture of a guy on a couch drinking a beer, eating chips, watching TV, and it says, 2019, a lazy slob, and the same picture, 2020, responsible so, uh, citizen, because <laughs> they're at home, not going anywhere, doing their thing. Again, so yeah, it's a funny, stupid meme, but it really,
3: what, what, really But does. look at this. Uh-huh. There was a the college professor that was you know, doing her class and this is, she's now an online professor (laughs) and her husband apparently walks out of the bathroom in his underwear. I saw that. (laughs) Yeah. And and it's like, is that inappropriate? You know, he is actually going about his daily life. She's working. He's not, uh, you know, does she have to put like a on air sign? You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. But, but
2: here's the thing, right? At some point, yes, it's a mistake. At some point, you have to draw the line, right? Because what if you're broadcasting to 50 students, and let's say they're used to walking around naked, and then they walk around naked. Next thing you know, you expose yourself to a bunch of students, and God help you if any of them are under the age of 18. So now what? So so, so now you would have – you could only be understanding so much. And as associates, we have – we got to make sure – again, I'm talking about associates here. We gotta make sure to be aware of our surroundings. Uh, last um, last week, Jay, we we um, we had a uh, a um, an attorney our Mark Kluger, great guy. And one of the things we talked about is some of the issues that are happening right now with with, with working from home and teleconferencing. And there's this one lady, Jennifer, who was uh, in a in a video conference. I'm sure you've seen this. And she forgot the video camera was on, and she went to the bathroom. Yeah, died, I heard about that. Hashtag poor Jennifer, go ahead and look that up. That's happening a lot. Um, so, yes, you have to be aware of your surroundings, number one. Number two, as the leader, you have to be empathetic. And if you see something like that happening as a leader, don't record it, don't take pictures, don't laugh and make fun of the associate, don't scold, just end the meeting right away and then have a conversation, a coaching conversation about what just happened.
3: Well, then, not only that, so now we're, we're thinking about, you know, we're having these meetings online. And if someone does not have good um good service. Good oh, Wi Fi yeah, service. Yeah. You know, if it's choppy. I've been doing interviews all over the world. And I'm thinking the whole time, you know, it's been choppy, and I'm thinking it's these other people's uh Wi Fi.
2: <laughs> wow. Jay was just stopped in his track. <laughs> what the heck was uh, looky that? Here. <laughs>
3: looky here. You know, uh-huh. good good good. Hey, good afternoon. But, you know, it's like, do you get on somebody because they have uh, Wi-Fi service that's not the greatest and you can't even upgrade now? I would like to upgrade my service, but I can't because who's going to come out here? Um, Actually, here's the thing. That's deemed an
2: essential service. I know a very good friend of mine who is the HR director for a really huge telecommunication company here in Central Florida, and they're hiring like crazy because right now everybody is at home doing one thing, using up the Internet and watching TV. So they are in business big time, big time. So yeah, it, it, it's, um, um, who's hiring, who's going to come out? They still are going to come out, but you're 100% spot on. Um, it, it's, it's a really, it really is a different world, especially when we're doing a podcast that's being recorded and two of my co-hosts are changing clothes, having a game back and forth every five minutes. It's ridiculous. Well, <laughs> now you
3: look like you're in Miami Vice, Jay. Well, listen. So, what is the appropriate attire to wear when on a meeting? And sure. and like if you look at these news uh, broadcasters, they've all been asking as if it's a funny question: Do you have on pants? <laughs> if it was a, uh, you know, let's say one year ago, would it be okay to ask a male or female? Do you have on pants? You would be Harvey Weinstein so quick. (laughs) Yes, you're right. But, But remember what I said five minutes ago. What
2: we're doing today is radically different than what we were doing six weeks ago, right? So, yes, you would ask that. But that's one tip that I have for everybody right now, Jay. What I'm telling people right now is if you're working from home, don't let the idea of you working from home dictate how you dress and get ready for work. Still get dressed. I, I mean, I'm not saying put on a suit, right? But put on something you would go outside and you'll be okay in being seen outside with um, because obviously we're not going to maintain the same type of, uh, of um, uh, clothes standards as in the office. You're at home. But you can't just show up in pajamas neither for a, a conference. You have to look somewhat presentable. Yeah, so yeah, for wear yourself. a shirt, I just pants, put,
0: Dude, I just put a tuxedo on for this.
2: Come on. It's yeah, but that's because you want to do that, that's fine. <laughs> you do it. But if you just got just regular clothes on, you're good. But don't be too comfortable wearing pajamas or no pants because then the poor Jennifer thing would happen to you. You'll forget and you'll get too comfortable. And you'll forget, and next thing you know, you'll be like Jay right now, wearing nothing on but a big tie. What the hell, Jay? What, what, what is that? What is that? Yeah. No, don't, don't, don't point down. We're good. <laughs> no, no, we're good. we're good. We're good. We're all right. We're all right. We're all right. Okay. This is an HR podcast slash show. So. Well, if I, I, I mean I'm dressed, for, I have on a tie. Yeah. 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 You are. Yeah, you do. Got you. Yeah. So aren't you outside? Can your neighbor see you? Uh, that's the cost of being my neighbor.
3: <laughs> Got it. It's, so they had nothing they haven't seen before. OK, roger that. And, look, and listen, I have mowed my lawn in my boxers. Yeah. No, and... that's awesome. <laughs> OK, then. Wow. But Hey, Jay, quick question for
2: you. Um, So we talked about how you are doing working from home. How I'm doing working from how JC is.
3: How are your kids taking this? Good question. Um, I think I think they might start requesting to be homeschooled. I think. I mean,
2: you are gonna, doing a good job
3: there. <laughs> yeah, they, they're enjoying it. I mean, it's it's definitely challenging and definitely hard work. Um, one of the podcasts that I've done on my show, Talking Sweet six six nine two four one one four two two, they uh, <laughs> I I interviewed this young lady that has her business as she does homeschooling um, consultations. Mm. And, you know, for her, this is something that she's been doing for a while. So this is yeah. just a smooth transition. Okay. Uh, these kids—they're enjoying it. You know, yeah. when it comes to their PE, I actually thought PE was going was going outside. Now I learned no, that's recess. There's a difference.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: So I mean, for us, I mean, it works out. For PE, we go riding around the neighborhood on our bikes. I have them do push-ups, squats, sit-ups, leg raises, and crunches. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see them put their um, hands next to their face, uh, they have to do put this that same regimen. And each time they go up more, they go up by one. So it may start off as twenty-one. They might look like Serena and, and Venus, you know, Williams. Uh, <laughs> by the end of this, you never know. Hey, where's JC at?
2: Uh, he's probably changing into something else. He, they, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
0: What's wrong?
1: Uh, I I, I don't know if you knew, but I'm also
0: a reverend in the Universal Life Church. I marry people from time to time.
3: Yeah. uh, uh Why do you look like a priest? And why do I look like
2: a Uh, yes? This looks like this looks like a a virtual confession. So (laughs) you're coming in to confess your lifestyle there, Jay. (laughs) And JC is going to help you out with it. <laughs> no, so so Jay, so here's the thing right in Florida um there the, there are talks of canceling the rest of the year of the school year now they they're saying the school system is going to reopen again in May in May 1st which is in a couple of weeks and makes no sense because it's just open for what a couple of more weeks so, I get it. For the graduating seniors, um, they deserve to walk across that stage. But overall, for everybody else, I don't know if that's going to make sense or not. I'm still on the fence on that. But here's my question to you what, What's it? Go ahead. Well, my thing is, is that this right here, what just happening right now with this COVID 19 thing, it forced a lot of organizations that historically has been really resistant for a mobilized workforce and working from home workforce, um, because their theory was that it wasn't efficient and people are not going to do their jobs. So now, mother nature kind of forced us, forced their hand to put that theory into application. Now, I, um, I'm willing to, to bet that this is going to show that there's more productivity than what they thought. Therefore, when things come back to normal there's going to be a shift in rationale on whether employees should have a brick and mortar place to go to. So what do you think about that? Do you think that we're still going to continue this past COVID-19 working from home?
3: I think there's going to be an upshift in meeting places, places where people meet once a week. Okay. But I do believe that I, I also think it would be smarter. So my wife, um, she's working from home now mm-hmm. and it was told that they should um foresee working from home for the foreseeable future okay i said why don't they just cancel their uh, contract with the uh, business office there you go cancel the contract save that money and then you guys work remotely and you meet remotely and if there's ever a face-to-face meeting there's panera or wherever Boom. Or, or you guys just meet someplace you rent someplace for that one day out of the month, and you meet there.
0: Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait! You mean like pay by the hour?
3: Uh, pay. Uh, no, no, pay by the day. By the
2: day. <laughs> by the day, not the hour. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, Imagine
0: yeah. that, though. Imagine you get a an amazing five-star conference room with everything that you need, and you just need it for three hours. They have that, actually.
3: Well, yeah, there's, there's
2: um, a so lot of So here's the rise go. of that
0: business model.
3: Yep, that's right. It is.
2: You're right. But, yeah.
3: but the thing about that is, you also have to think on the person that is renting out that space. Um, yes, you may be able to lock in several different meetings in a day. I personally, you know, I don't know, would I rent by the hour or by the day? I would I personally I think I'd rent for the day.
2: That so here's the thing, that uh, it, renting that for the day is going to be a fraction of what you would spending for an entire month for everything you're right so i would rent by the day that way i can get there before my team get things ready and then take advantage of the piece and choir from home um when when you know if i rent by the day, but these that business model i anticipate is gonna skyrocket it is good what in the world all right yeah i I just need to not look at jc (laughs) we're good it's gonna jc you're giving this guy ideas bro what are you doing what do you mean (laughs) Nothing. You're good. You're good. Uh, But yeah, JC, you're right. It's uh, you are going to see an increase in that business model. But it's I'm just wondering what those other organizations that are still going to get stuck in the 1920s as far as no telecommuting is concerned. And they're they're still stuck in that theory. Um, So up in New York, they're shutting down for the whole year or you got the governor and the mayor kind of arguing about that. Right. You, You kind of touched on that earlier. Okay. So you have. Oh, wow. You have somebody graduating. How's she taking it? Uh, not well. Not well. Okay. Yeah, I figure that. So down here, a lot of the a lot of the seniors are setting up virtual proms, and they're ha- setting up Facebook um, groups and doing all these things. <laughs> so I'm wondering if uh, if your oldest is doing that as well, or if, if her her fellow students are putting things together to kind of mitigate what's happening with their prom and graduation. Uh, not yet. No, not yet. Yeah, that mask fits you, bro. That's perfect. It almost looked like you don't have a mask on. That's pretty cool. The hair matches and everything. <laughs> not, now, now, now let's see what JC comes. I mean, Jay comes with when he comes back. All right, <laughs> all right. So what we were talking about earlier, Jay, uh, JC, J, JC. I don't know. All this. There's way too many Js going around. Um, is what the future is going to look like. Now, obviously, there are some or some businesses that you can't do from home, like a firefighter, like a gas station attendant, or a, uh, uh or a nurse. <laughs> Jay. I can't wait, y'all, to. I really, Jay, you need to stop that, man. <laughs> you need to stop that. <laughs> because it looks like you've been practicing for years. <laughs> it's the, is the superintendent watching you right now? Sort of. <laughs> okay. She's probably like, you're not hanging out with Ricky ever again.
3: But is it okay if a man now decides to do a meeting and a dress? Couldn't show up into the workplace like that, but now... Actually, a man can
2: show up into the workplace like that. Really? That's they safe. can. Yeah, because remember, um, a, 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 a policy that talks what the proper attire is... Or is not? It's what a woman should wear and what a man should wear. It doesn't talk about if a man can or cannot wear a dress. So as long as it can, it, it's, it doesn't violate the policy, you're golden. So and now JC looks like that guy from ACBC. What's his name? Angus? Angus Young? <laughs> That's great. But yeah, so um, there is a uh, um, there is that facade right now. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna side. But yeah, a man can wear a dress if that's what he wants to wear uh, during a meeting. It really doesn't matter. You just can have a lot of things exposed, like Baby Jay is doing right now, exposing himself uh, to the world here in HR Talk, the world's premier HR podcast. Thank you. <laughs> what kind of shirt is that now? It looks like you bought it at Mexico and Epcot. What shirt is that? Ricky, is stop my- it.
0: That's culturally appropriate right there. This what he's my- wearing is fantastic.
2: My- you know what? No, if you go to Epcot, you go to Mexico, you see those tiny uh it's Mexico, I'm, I'm stating a fact. Yes. Yeah, but Africa. Africa. Come on. <laughs> it, that, that looks really colorful.
3: But <laughs> I see what you say. I see when you look at the colors. I, I see where yep. you're going with that. <laughs> That's right. I don't. Listen, listen, I'm actually from Costa Rica, and this is something that you could definitely, you know, see in, in, in anywhere in Costa Rica. Right, what bar are you going to?
2: You look like you're security at the bar. Oh, now he looks – so I thought I was the security with my jacket. And no, no he looks – You're security yeah. at a club. No, 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 no. He's the guy that I kick out the bar because he, uh, you know, he's hitting on all these underage girls. That's what it is, 45-year-old. Look at him. No, no, yeah. He's got that hat on. <laughs> no, so, okay. Um. So going forward, guys, we do oh, see just which, the-
0: which, by the way, before we do move forward, big kudos to you for, you know, making fun of his – culturally appropriate, African-rooted attire. R- real real great shot there, bud.
3: HR, 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 HR. Let's go HR. Oh, now?
2: Now, after you've been taking your clothes off for the first part of the show, all of a sudden, we are, we're going to throw the book, right? Yeah, whatever. Uh-uh. Honest mistake. It is what it is. He has to say that to check the box. Hey, hey, listen.
3: Speaking of that, like, like a female or male... They can say as many inappropriate jokes as they want, right? But the second someone gets insulted, no matter what was said prior, now all of a sudden it's an HR issue. Like, yo, you just talked about gagging, and
0: now you know it's like head down that rabbit hole, Jay. Head down that rabbit hole real quick. You're bringing up something that's actually quite poignant. Yeah,
3: it's 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 definitely uh, so. That's why you know.
0: Answer me this then. In the virtual environment, let's say you're having a casual conversation with a co-worker over one of the face chat type things, whatever whatever you, you, you're you using, and it goes from being a casual conversation with, with light banter into jokes and then jokes that could potentially be deemed like over that line, just like what you're talking right now, just like mm-hmm. what you might experience in the workplace, like when someone's trying to clock in on their time card and and you're making jokes about their behind or something, right? You know, like you get you get to the other side of this whole thing. You're now in the virtual space. And I think that's a story you told me before. I'm only kidding around, though. But look, long story short, um, what do you do? What do you do in the virtual world?
3: I say, listen, if you if you're joking like that, don't do it on something that can be documented. Do not type it. Do not email it. Like, if you're talking... And it's not something recorded, sure, because then it's a he said she said scenario.
0: But this, but this is your good friend and maybe uh, a coworker, and she's she's a little bit more um, uh, extroverted, and, and she likes to uh, you know joke with you, and she's joking with you about how great you look, right?
2: I have to say she's correct. <laughs> uh, okay, or or hear me out. Hear me out. This is groundbreaking here. Don't joke about that. You shouldn't be doing that at work, anyway. So just don't. The voice of reason. I mean, it, 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 you're making it sound like it has to happen. So here are tips to be careful. Just yeah, tip number cool. one: just don't do it, right? It just don't be having those conversations. Whatever you, whatever's not appropriate at work should not be appropriate at work from home, although it is more likely for it to happen at work from home, because there's a big difference in telling somebody a joke that's extremely inappropriate and making a mistake, turning the camera on by mistake, and you expose yourself by mistake. Now, there are going to be some, some ramifications from that, but there's a big difference between intent and an accident. And that accident is more prone to happen when uh, you're uh, working from home, when you get too comfortable and you forget that you're actually working. You're, we, we cannot hear you, Jay. I know you put on some new headsets, but we cannot hear you at all, sir. All right. Do so. you
3: guys hear these kids screaming in the background? Yeah, I know, but it's okay. It, it, no, it, well, this is this is good. a new norm. I mean, f- how, what kind of parents would I be? Because mind you, now I'm actually on their time. I'm in the house. They're not at my workplace. If they were at my workplace... They would know, carry themselves a certain way, no playing, be respectful to all the adults. But now I'm in their area. I cannot really tell them, shut up, sit down, stop playing. (laughs) That's right. You know, the kids are the boss right now. That is true. They are, they are, boy, you have a lot of
2: superintendents in your household. That is (laughs) the overlord. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. But you know what, though? You're right. It, it's but it's. I asked you earlier how 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 your kids are figuring out because um, I know my little guy is having a hard time with it, right? So, um, just just this past week, he was asking me um about going back to school. When's he gonna go back to school? When's he gonna see his best friend? When's he gonna see his teacher? When's he gonna do all these things? So, I, I mean, I felt bad because he was he was really missing them, right? He's just seen us and my dog for the past two three weeks. It's I mean, super
0: super duper hard to tell him never again.
2: No, (laughs) no, I'm not doing that. What I did, I just set up a zoom play date with all of his friends and we did that on Tuesday night and he freaked out. I did not know how much he misses them. So he freaked out. He started yelling, running all over the studio, knocking things over.
3: And I'm like, Oh, that's expensive puppy. That's expensive. I don't know how long I'm going to be stay working. All right, listen to this now. Mm -hmm. Because at the same time, yes, these kids, they're missing their friends and everything. And you can set up these Zoom meetings, but now we also have to discuss another thing. There are people out here hacking into Zoom meetings.
2: Yes. Yes, I saw that.
3: Hacking into Zoom meetings. And then another thing, which I saw in one of my daughter's classes, some of these kids are pretty inappropriate. So, you know, you have to monitor the Zoom meetings. Just because you see your kids there and you're there with other kids their age, that does not mean. That's a good point. That everything
0: like, is um, so you're you're already bleeding into current yeah. events with that being said ricky yeah. should i uh should i should i play the sound effect and uh move right into our current events section here yes sir
2: yes sir let's do all that.
0: right please stand by That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Current events this week brought to you in part by Sweet Baby J. Stop by the internet, Google that name, find his podcast, and stay in touch. We'll get his contact data coming up in just a little bit. This first story is coming to us directly from USA Today underneath the text section. It's titled, and this is written by Jefferson Graham, by the way. It's titled, You Zoom? These Five Safety Tips Can Keep Zoom Bombing Hackers Away. Ultimately, at the end of the day, a lot of people are hacking into Zoom. They're Zoom bombing. They're uh, typing different numbers and just cracking directly in unless you don't have one of those meeting IDs. So, at the end of the day, be wary of links. Zoom meetings start by creating a meeting and copying that URL that's generated by Zoom. And then you're instructed to send it out to your participants. Do not click through any link from a Zoom invite as that it could be a potential phishing scheme is what some people are advising. So feel free to start the software and then type in the numbers from there. Alternatively, if the link is coming from someone that you know, this is my own personal extrapolation, Just give it a click and don't make your life tougher. Number two on the list is adjust the screen sharing options immediately. So instead of letting anyone share your screen and engage in Zoom bombing, uh, that's when uninvited attendees break into and disrupt that meeting, the host has the option of adjusting these settings. Now they're hidden. So take note on the general Zoom setting app window. There is an option for screen sharing. Click it and select advanced settings. There is where you can instruct Zoom to only let the host share the screen. And now the major privacy concern has been resolved. Number three, use waiting rooms. Okay, mm-hmm. If you're not already familiar with this, and, uh, and pardon my casual uh, presentation of this article at the same time as I'm extrapolating here a bit, but uh, the utilization of rate waiting rooms, it puts your guests into a holding pattern to where you can allow them to enter or disallow them. So yep. utilization of the waiting rooms, great. Create a webinar instead of a meeting. Big differential. Mm-hmm. Like today, this is just a regular meeting. That's why you see a, a bland face on the screen right now. But in the past... Ricky has done this as a webinar, and uh, from there, you're presenting your desktop, your view. Others get to see in, and then that presenter has the opportunity to also add in people from those different views. Uh, it, it is available on a paid plan that starts at fourteen ninety nine monthly, and then the number five tip. Remember that everything is being recorded, just in general. It doesn't matter if you're talking to your boss, big brother, your friends, your neighbors, someone hacking in. Just assume everything is being recorded. So if you yeah. don't want them to see your abs, don't bring them out. That's our <laughs> first story. Back over to the two of you.
2: The uh, The waiting room option is awesome. Uh, I've used it before because I do consult and... Um, This is perfect for like a a healthcare provider, a doctor who has two or three appointments at the same time, and you invite everybody at specific times. And if you're not done, it puts somebody into that holding pattern. And whoever's in that holding room don't know the other person is there. So you can let people in and out at your will. So it's a really good, really good tip. Uh, Um, Sweet baby Jay,
0: what do you think about the five safety tips for keeping Zoom bombing hackers away? Written by Jefferson Graham, USA Today.
3: all pretty good ones. Um, there is something, a uh, question that I actually have real quick, because as I was doing my uh, Beyonce wardrobe change, were you seeing me? Uh,
0: yes. Yeah. And Ricky recorded see? all of that.
3: And I did not know that. I actually thought because I saw the uh, the, oh, <laughs> the wow. screen here in black. I thought that you guys couldn't see me. No, we saw you. Uh, that's how that's why
2: I kind of paused. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? We oh. saw everything. So this is going to go live. It's okay. You'll be
3: good. No, well, will see. But that's the thing, though, because, you know, Zoom may be something that people are just not used to and not know um, how to finesse it. So therefore, you see your screen. It's not showing you, but yet you're being seen. So, I mean, imagine <laughs> that. And then, listen, the time that we're at work, we're at work. But now people are also at home. Yep. So they may be... Um, doing things that are different. I- I'll be right back. One second.
2: No, go
0: ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> hey, with that, with that being said, I'm going to move directly into Smarter. our, our next, uh, current event topic right here. Good to go, Rick. Go I- I'm down. Go ahead. <laughs> I love it. This next, uh, uh, this next article is from Reuters. Stop by Reuters.com and search for China reclassifies dogs as pets. And not livestock in a post-virus regulatory push out of Shanghai. China has drawn up new guidelines to reclassify dogs as pets rather than livestock. The Agricultural Ministry stated this as part of a response to the coronavirus outbreak that the Humane Society called a potential game changer in the animal welfare world. So, through dog meat remains a deli- uh, though dog meat remains a delicacy in many regions, the Ministry of Agriculture said in a notice published on Wednesday that dogs would no longer be considered as livestock. It uses that designation for animals that could be bred to provide food, milk, fur, fiber, and mm. medicine, or to serve the needs of sports. Or the military, as far as dogs are concerned, along with the progress of human civilization and the public concern for love of animal protection, dogs have been specialized to become companion animals. And internationally, are not considered to be livestock, and they will not be regulated as livestock in China anymore. The coronavirus has widely believed is widely believed to have originated in horseshoe bats. And could have been passed on to humans by intermediary species on sale in the markets of the city of Wuhan, where the pathogen was first identified, Mm. according to Mm -hmm. Reuters.com. China subsequently banned the breeding, trading, and consumption of wildlife and revoked all existing licenses. It also has promised to revise legislation... To make this ban permanent. Now, there's much, much more in this article. Stop by Reuters for the complete read. Once again, that is China reclassifies dogs as pets, not livestock in the post virus regulatory push over to you.
2: Look, we're us three are lucky enough to be born in a part of the world where hearing something like that. It is unheard of. Right. To hear pets and dogs being uh, considered as meat. Just how them being born in that side of the world when they hear that we consider their food as pets is just as uh, appalling. So it, it, it's that's tough for people to hear, I guess. And I, I'm kind of glad that they are, I guess, moving towards domesticating them and not consider them as livestock. But I wonder what else do they consider food other than
3: dogs? I mean, obviously bats and cats. But this is the thing. These, these dogs are uh raised to be food. Like the same way we do with chicken or cows. Like so right. I mean, yeah. there's a animal that they eat in Costa Rica. I don't know it's called tippy squinty, whatever. The thing looks like I don't know, a possum. They say it's good meat, I refuse to eat it. I'm sorry. Certain things that you know certain things that you <laughs> it, it's it's strange. Like certain things, you know, I, I'm just not gonna entertain.
2: Well, so yeah, it, that, you know, that's because you're born in this side of the world. If you would have been born on that side of the world, that would have been the norm because you grew up with that, in that environment. Yeah. So it just depends where you're born, right? But exactly. I I guarantee – now, I'm not going to would because I'm not wishing this. I guarantee that if this current situation gets a lot, lot worse and now we have to find our own food, you're going to have a different take on that. I'm going to skew every dog I see. <laughs> <laughs> What was that Mad Max that he, that, that uh, the uh, first or the second one, he started eating Alpo Alpo uh, uh, dog food? But you know what? Again, your current environment dictates what your palate is going to be. So, yeah. So, yeah, so I'm glad to hear China is working on that. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm sure that's tough to hear for a lot of animal lovers here in the United States. Question. Yes.
3: yes. So do you think that with everyone working for, or a lot of people working from home now, and just all the stresses that come with it, with the kids and all the distractions, do you feel that a few things, one, that there are more people drinking on the job now? Yeah. And also, yeah. <laughs> yes. do you feel that there are more, because you know, the thing is that we, we cannot deny, we go to work, for some people going to work is a vacation. Here we go. Yeah, here it, we go. I know where you're going. <laughs> it gets them away from their spouse, away from their family. And then it's good because it's like, you know, you get eight hours here, eight hours there, eight hours of sleep. It's mm-hmm. a balanced life. But now you're with your partner all the time. Yep. And sometimes things not, might be that that great. Domestic dispute. So you might be on a conference call and like, I told you about this. You know, like, <laughs> so,
2: yes. Yeah, so I didn't want to bring it up, but you are 100 percent spot on. Now, there are couples who get along regardless, that's fine, but for that couple that are just barely hanging on to whatever it is that they have, right? And then oh, going to work going to work was their vacation. Yeah, right now that's going to be difficult for them. So now alcohol abuse is it's it's going to go up, not just for the couples, you know, just for people who just can't handle this and that were just barely hanging on before. Drug abuse and unfortunately domestic violence
0: makes you wonder so, uh, how mediation and separation may go at the end of all this as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I guys, I've already started seeing the uh, the uh, 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 attorney commercials. About divorce and domestic, it's it. They started already. Uh, some commercial because you know everyday life you see the same uh, lawyer commercials. Now you start seeing new ones that specialize in divorce and 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 all these things. You know things what and, you don't
3: see though? do they look like you, Ricky? You know that, right? The guy <laughs> sitting there, and then two more versions of himself come and sit behind him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ricky, a lawyer? Appliance Direct.
0: <laughs> Appliance direct. <laughs> you know. You know what's funny though is that. Uh, At the end of the day, none of it matters. Okay. Yeah, so much for that. None of it matters at the
2: end of the day. This is all a big game.
0: (laughs) So moving on to our next article right there. This is coming directly from Forbes.com, written Mm. by Richard Eisenberg. He's a contributor. Is working from home, the future of work, dated Mm. April 10th. Stop by Forbes to check this one out. One effect of the coronavirus pandemic has been a huge increase in the number of Americans working from home, and the question is how many of them will be able to do it when the COVID nineteen crisis fades. The Brookings Institutes, Catherine gord and Isabel Sawhill, just wrote that what. <laughs> I have- I had a hard time with her name. Just wrote that their take on remote working COVID-19, calling the pandemic, among other things, a massive experiment in telecommuting. So uh, ultimately, at the end of the day, the article goes real deep. It takes a deep dive on the future of of work from home. In March, a survey of HR execs by the Gartner Research Firm, 76% said the top employee complaint during the pandemic has been concerns from managers about the productivity or engagement of their teams when remote. Schulte calls the concerns part of the FaceTime culture of the workplace as opposed to a FaceTime culture where you need to show your face in person and where unplanned hallway moments can lead to work assignments. So this this article goes really, really in-depth. The future of working from home, it analyzes that performance management angle, much of which uh, Jordan spoke about earlier today. And the two of you, I think that you've already dissected this one pretty well, but let me toss it over to you
2: it's going to change it. I, I, I'm a firm believer that this is a test run that nobody wanted to do, and Mother Nature forced us to do it, and it's going to be hard for these business owners to deny the fact that it is going to be more efficient. Yes, you're going to have your 10% of people who do abuse it, and they drink while they're on the job, they do things they're not supposed to, but you're going to find out that the other 95% of the associates are doing more than what they need to do because they're working from home, and they don't want to be seen as maybe slacking off if they're not producing the way they normally would in the office. So I think it is going to change it.
3: Well, also, I think um, the dynamics are changing. People are going to be appreciated a lot more. Uh, people are going to show their appreciation yep. for people a lot more. Now, when we think of the um, service industry, waiters, waitresses, uh, bartenders, the tipping, they're going to get tipped very well now. Yeah, they are. I think if there's something that you can do as a side job, go into that industry once this all blows over.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Everyone is going to be tipped Very well, just as a thank you. That's right. So, you know, and and I think that's something, you know, listen, uh, now I'm hearing how much healthcare workers are on the front line, but this is nothing different. Healthcare workers are always on the front line when it comes to illness. You know, uh, so we just really need to appreciate everyone. We need to appreciate the person that works in um, tech support because you know what? Without them, we're figuring it out on our own. Yep. We need okay. to really, as a nation, say thank you to the person to the left, to the right, to the front, and to the back of us. Uh, we need to say thank you to other countries for being supportive. We need to support. We're all human, mm-hmm. and I think we really need to support each other and be humane towards one another. Don't blame one person, you know, or say it's your fault. No, I think you be you're more productive when you say, "How can we figure this out?" There you go,
0: as there one nation should. under God. Indivisible with liberty and justice (laughs) for all.
3: Hey, Rick, you seem like you really did like the sight of this. So, so here's the thing.
2: Um, I know in the state of Florida, we're supposed to shelter in place, but we can go out for essentials and we have to check out, uh, check up on people who need some help. So I think I'm going to be that essential worker and check up on Sweet Baby Jay because he's got some things he needs some help with. So he has this weird looking. What it, Can you explain it? that? Because that looks really interesting. It's like a dragon that holds Hennessy.
3: No, no, no! It's brandy. This is XO. Okay. It's called Napoleon Brandy XO. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Now, so
2: this,
0: that's that's this pretty exclusive, music. Rick. That's really hard to come by. What he has in his hands there on the video. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, yeah. so you know what it is? I've never Costco. seen that
0: before.
3: At Costco. Costco.
0: Listen, Rick. Rick, there's two it? there's two things at Costco you cannot get right now. That uh-huh. that's in his hand and toilet paper <laughs>
2: and toilet paper. <laughs> got
3: it. Got it. Uh, so.
0: Now oh, wow. Came
3: in a huge case. Okay. So, this is just a bottle. It came in a huge case and I did not know how to open it when this is how you <laughs> open it. When I opened this. And, it, and, I and, and ladies pressure- and gentlemen,
0: it's a very large glass dragon uh, that is filled yeah. with brandy. It's extremely colorful. It's got to be at least, uh, what, six inches long.
3: No, it's more than that. This is like, mind you, this is a this is a uh, what size is it? 750 bottle of Hennessy?
2: Does it have a red ball in wow. its mouth?
3: Wow. Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah, it's into S and M.
2: So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, go, ladies and gentlemen, come on down. There you go. <laughs> and listen, when I first opened it, the thing squirted into my eyes. So. <laughs> all right, next topic. Next topic. <laughs> Let's This is going down a dark rabbit hole. It Let's really go. did. Okay, no, no, no. Next topic. <laughs> it's
1: time for Florida Man story.
0: That's right. Your Florida Man story of the week. This is coming directly from CBS Philly, Channel 3 Philadelphia.CBSlocal.com. Headline reads Coronavirus, New Jersey. Florida man allegedly scammed New Jersey pizzerias, wished COVID 19 on Italians, according to all police. This is by CBS3 staff out of Philadelphia. Now, in South Brunswick, New Jersey, a man has been charged with a cruel prank and taking advantage of people's generosity in New Jersey during the coronavirus pandemic. South Brunswick police say, Sudip placed a large order at pizzerias, multiple pizzerias in the area, and claimed that he would pay for them to be delivered to local police. Instead, investigators say he did not pay for the pizzas, and the restaurants in three counties lost thousands of dollars. In a follow-up call, police said uh, Sandeep told pizza shop workers he wished Italians would be infected with the coronavirus. The suspect is believed to be in Florida at this time. New Jersey police are working with authorities there to find... Sudeep Katani accused of placing thousands of dollars of orders of pizza with the intent to infect and kill Italian police over to you
2: hey. straight up aho straight up aho you know and not only the intent is just horrific but you know, you got small business owners who were hardly making it without this happening, and now they think somebody's doing the right thing to help local law enforcement, and they do this shit. So I really hope to find a guy, man, because it, it, it's... it should have found him. They know his name, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if they found him or not. If they arrested him, good. Take him in there. But man, it, it's... So I guess what, what would tip off the pizza owner guy, right, to be like... You want to order 50 pieces? No, you're going to pay for this up front, right? But with everything happening, they're trying to be generous and to take it to the police station. So, yeah, it's uh, it's, a whole story. Uh, Hopefully they got the cashier guy. I guess they called the guy. But uh, you got to be careful, you know, especially now. There's a lot of scams going on out there right now, taking advantage of what's going on. Because a lot of people um, are are reporting that they're getting calls from they, they think it's the IRS saying hey we want to make sure that your bank information is up to date so you can get the stimulus check and people just fork the information over, next thing you know they got the bank information and they get the con- just completely robbed blind, so be careful out there, folks.
3: That's an that's an old one. Like some of these things are you know common sense. Anytime someone calls me with that, you know I either one I hang up and I call the bank directly. But what I love to do, because for some reason I get a lot of calls from India, no. how my AT&T package can be redone. <laughs> I don't even have AT&T. So I actually, oddly enough, always put on a porno in the background. I always have one ready. three <laughs> and and, and, hey, and baby I, J, ready for anything. Hey, and I always tell them, I'm like, hold on, you, you caught me at a very bad time. Something's about to happen and I might need <laughs> help. Are you able to help me? And they start cursing, which really lets me know that they are not legit. They are not legit. (laughs) They are not legit. You know what? With
2: everything happening today, you figure that a lot of organizations just are not working or just working from home. You know what? Surprisingly enough, I still get calls, people who really care about the extended warranty of my car. And I just appreciate how many people call me every day to let me know that my extended warranty has expired and they can help me with that.
3: Yeah. So you you still get those calls? It's Yeah, I, I, I'm really appreciative of someone giving me a call that my vehicle that has 160,000 miles <laughs> and is a 2009 warranty soon expire. And my response is, I think the car is about to fall apart. <laughs> so <laughs>
2: No, I stay on the phone with them as long as possible. If I get the call on my way to the office, I'll take the call. Look, I need entertainment. There's only so many podcasts I can listen to. So I stay on the phone with them. I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. Mahandi Sonata, yes. And I start asking really crazy questions. I mean, do I have uh, a tire air pressure insurance too? I would like to buy that. Yes, please let me buy that. The blinker, my left blinker isn't working. Can I buy that insurance as well? And 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 I start reading my, the, you know, obviously fake numbers, uh, credit card numbers, and then I stop halfway. I make them believe they're getting a sale. I know how to run a call center, and I know how they run. If you keep them on the phone long enough, and they don't get a sale, they get in trouble. So next thing you know, they put you on the do not call list.
3: Are you allowed to record these conversations and play them back for, let's say, your podcast? So here's the thing.
2: Um, As long as you let them know the conversation is being recorded, and if they're aware and they still talk, that is implied permission. Boom. I'm going to record it, and I'll play it. So next time, I'm going to go ahead and record it. I have to download an app for that, and then I'm going to play it on the podcast.
3: I'm going to record... I'm gonna record everyone because I go so hard on these guys, man. I- so, so,
2: <laughs> so, so here's the thing, right? Even even if you was not allowed and you
3: still do it, what are they gonna do? Sue you for trying to scan you, <laughs> right? So, yeah, recorded. Who cares? Yeah, and on on, on top of that, uh, yeah, come come forth and say who you are.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know, right?
2: Uh, so, yeah, that's um, uh, I can't believe that guy did that. He got caught. He's an a-hole. People, don't be a-holes. Boom.
3: Try your best.
2: Yeah. No, just don't. Yeah. I mean, some people have to try really hard. <laughs> but other people, it's really easy.
3: Yeah. All
0: right. Yeah. JC? So outside of the uh, standard current events in the Florida Man story, there was something that we brought up a couple weeks ago. According to the New York Post on April 2nd, uh, they did report, Hannah Frischberg reported That Joe Exotic was transferred from coronavirus isolation, uh, ultimately, to the prison medical Ah. center. Joe Exotic, 57 years old, was transferred from isolation straight to the prison medical center. Uh, It looks like um, that's now located in Fort Worth. He's been moved to Fort Worth. Exotic's fourth husband, 24-year-old bartender Dylan Passage, told Andy Cohen that Joe Exotic had previously been isolated at the Grady County Jail in uh, Chickasha, Oklahoma, over coronavirus concerns. The facility is an hour's drive from the former zoo. The facility put him on COVID-19 isolation, but he's no longer at that facility. And uh, as of a couple weeks ago, he was being treated. Now, moving forward to uh, current date, there's, there's a lot in the news as to whether or not uh, they're going to reopen a cold case on Carol Baskin as to whether or not Joe Exotic may be pardoned. Cardi B attempted to establish a GoFundMe for Joe Exotic, and uh, that GoFundMe was declined and denied. And then her <laughs> fundraiser page was subsequently shut down, and she apologized, stated that she was only joking. Coronavirus! Uh, the yeah, the, there's... <laughs> There's a lot going on in the world there of uh, Mr. Joe Exotic. And I just wanted to give you that update because you have requested that.
2: What what a world do we live in where something like that has so much attention? People like Cardi B, people like the whole crazy cats yeah everybody right (laughs) it's 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 bizarre world it really is bizarre world and jay i don't know if you've seen the
3: tiger king but if you haven't everyone says that i started i'm on the third episode and personally i'm really i think it's a pretty up to what i've seen it's pretty lame i'm not i'm not really uh, i'm not i think people are really bored in their house right now where this is something so extreme, or maybe I haven't gotten to the good stuff yet. It's, but, it's, uh, so not not trying to stuff. give
0: away too much, but there is a, a new article that came out over the past day, and it does state that after Joe Exotic was arrested, uh, four locals who don't know each other did uh, make make claim and file a report that there could be dead bodies buried on the property. Um, I've heard that. So um, it was, so was claimed by one employee that a co-worker one shot two protesters who attempted to climb the zoo's fence. And he claimed Joe allegedly instructed the employee to place the bodies inside of a large tire and burn them. I mean, again, somebody
2: brings into your property. Can you? Def- well, that's Oklahoma. I don't,
1: I don't know. Again, what the laws it's are it's
0: hearsay. There. It's not proven. And, and this is uh, currently what's taking place uh, by at the stations in in the state of Oklahoma. <laughs>
2: If you just go on the Facebook group Joe Exotic, you'll see how many people follow this Jay, whole story. So, sweet crazy. baby Jay,
0: you did not get to the good stuff yet. I yeah, guarantee you have it. Really it. I guarantee you it. haven't, it, man.
2: You haven't. It. It, it, it's it's just a train wreck, and it's awesome. Uh, but yes, I am it's contributing awesome. to sad. the whole
0: thing. It's it's hard. There's a lot. It's a lot.
2: It's awesome. No, it's, it's awesome.
0: Lot. I like it. It's really entertaining. I don't know. <laughs> it really is. <laughs>
2: It but is. Did you say he
3: had, Did you say his fourth husband?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> you definitely have not gotten to the good part. <laughs> when
3: wait. I last saw, I, I thought this when I, where I'm to. It's his second. People husband. hasn't
2: watched it. People hasn't watched it. So yeah, oh. there's yeah yeah there's uh, there's a lot more. A lot wow. more. Now now real quick, I do have a. Okay, next one. Here we go. Uh, I do have a Florida man story. Oh, wait, uh, I wait, know wait. it's rare. Do you really? I do actually. A Florida woman story. So, look, guys, today is Easter, right? So, as of the date of this recording, it is Easter. There's a lot of people who are going to church services. Yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of families are getting ready to do Easter egg hunt. And um, I saw this story the other day that I thought it was it was messed up, but it was really entertaining. Go ahead. DC. was it? Okay, got it. Alright, so this one comes from WBLT Channel 8 in Knoxville, Tennessee, believe it or not. So Flo- a woman in Florida was arrested for allegedly putting explicit content in mailboxes. So she was taking pornographic pictures, putting them in Easter egg boxes uh, of eggs, and putting it in people's mailboxes. This story is... Uh, let me see who wrote this story. can find the author of this story. Anyway, so yeah, so so she was caught, she was putting um, Easter eggs with pornographic messages in mailboxes. And when she finally was caught, after a thousand of them, and police asked her, Why are you doing this? is because she is tired of the gay agenda taking over schools, and she wanted to show kids uh, what a heterosexual sex interaction looks like. And she was arrested, and it's on federal charges, believe it or not. Because apparently you're not – it's a federal offense if you put things in mailboxes if you're not a mail carrier. I don't know if you knew that or not. You didn't
3: know that. But yes. well, let me ask you this, though. So with this and with her intention, uh, does this also not become like a sex crime? Is she oh, now okay. – she has to become a registered uh, she offender? She
2: does. She does because – Well, obviously, (laughs) right? But it's, this, this kind of tells you, um, there's some crazy people out there right now. And I don't know if people rea- I know people know they're crazy people out there, but I don't think people know the the range of craziness that is out there. And there's people like that out there and that claim to be religious and they claim to do all these righteous things. But could you imagine if a little kid grabbed one of those and they give it to mom and dad? Hey, what's this? You know, that'll piss me off. Right. Big so part. next thing. Yeah. So now I'm I'm going to be breaking into jail trying to get this lady. And just give us some kind of justice, but yeah, she decided this past week to go ahead and send that out to uh, put it on pe- in people's mailboxes. And when she was being interviewed, I I saw the clip. She was as happy as a clam, thinking she's doing the right thing by the word of the Lord. I know that's not a representation of uh, of, of any religions out there. That's just a crazy old lady. But holy crap, what a <laughs> what a way to bring in Easter weekend, right?
3: Yeah, you ain't lying. That that's about the right sound right there
2: yeah yeah it is <laughs> it is so yeah and and it's weird jc when you get your florida man stories do they come from other cities and other states because this this i grabbed this from the tennessee uh uh, uh news outlet jc you
3: see is he changing
2: i don't know what he's doing oh. oh he's uh he's having a hard time finding uh his uh little sound effects. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what it is.
0: And we're so, at like, that time. We're at that time for you. some final thoughts going <laughs> around the room. So first up, Ricky Baez with your final thoughts.
2: Look, I think I think Jay covered it well earlier. Um, it, it's it's I don't know if anywhere anything else I can say that would capture it how he did. And it would be just, you know what?
0: Good thank, to go then. Thank so you, so you so much. So, so, so sweet, baby no, Jay. I'm not oh, done. I'm done. Oh, I thought you said he I'm covered done. it already.
2: I know, but you know what? I was taking yeah, you sweet.
0: literally. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's your final thoughts. We already agreed, never interrupt final thoughts. Go ahead.
2: (laughs) Well, Jay said it. He said it. So he said, All right, then, Jay, over (laughs) to you.
0: Wait, I'm sorry, Rick. Go ahead. I thought you were done. I thought you were done. Be a
2: human being. Be a human being. Go. Go to Jay. Go to Jay.
0: And sweet baby Jay, over to you for final thoughts, please.
3: I'm going to do a lateral back to you. Uh, What was your point that I made that you want to reiterate on? Jesus, (laughs) about being a human being, about about being understanding,
2: taking care of the person to the left, taking care of the person to the right. These are these are crazy times right now, when you don't know what person this is going to drive them over the edge. So let's not give them any extra anguish. Let's be that that human being to lend that helping hand. Tip your, your 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 workers who. Who, who are really out there risking their lives. Yes, they are getting a paycheck, but they and on top of them getting that paycheck, now they should get some kind of hazardous pay. But everybody out there, make sure that you take care of each other because that is the only way that we're going to get out of this together. But just to be what clear,
0: you doing? said human being, not bean, like soybean or green bean.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, human <inaudible> beings. Human beings. Yes, oh, okay. sir. <laughs>
3: Because then if there's human beings that you're eating, then there's going to be another disease that started in Orlando. <laughs> that is true.
2: It's, a, it's the RB19. That's what hey, it's called.
3: <laughs> hey, you know something? Um, you know, it, it's it's really crazy how uh, things have changed. And, you know, for those of us that believe that our spouses don't do anything at work, well, we get to see now that they do a lot. because. <laughs> We're seeing it. They're, they're working in front of us. There are spouses that may think that, that their spouse may you have. sound a,
2: surprised.
3: Yeah. <laughs> spouses that may think that their spouse has a booth thing at work. Well, guess what? Now you see them working and it's not. They probably don't even like the person. <laughs> so a lot of things are coming to the, uh, coming to the table and we That's just right. all got to deal with it the best we can. That's right. Five. We are. We're all in survival mode.
0: That's right. I'll jump in with my final thought here, and uh, that is, Ricky. I want to thank you very much for carrying the show today, uh, sweet baby Jay. Really appreciate the time that we had uh, going back and forth uh, with the different <laughs> outfit changes, helping Ricky understand that it's okay for us to work from home however we desire and wear whatever we desire as well. And that's, that's completely fine. It was fun, uh, informative. And, and for the standard podcast listener, um, I, I want to apologize in advance for a lot of the things that you may have heard Ricky say out of context, but there was video that went along with that. Uh, so please, uh, Feel free to check yeah, out G- that video, should you deserve. Just what I said, a, just me, just me. That's right. Well, no, no, no. Actually, it is kind of funny because in context, you'll be in the middle of a thought. You're like, yes. And in 2019, what they did was, oh my god, look at what he's so. That's so funny. And you're like, what? He, you were just talking about death and destruction, and now you're laughing. It's like in two sentences, you totally forgot. It's an audio podcast with only a video supplement today, but it's not a video I get podcast. It. Well, the link is going to be in the show notes, so you'll it's be able good. to see it. It's we'll all see see it. good. It's yeah. funny. It's good. So, again, my pleasure. Sweet Baby J, good seeing you as well.
3: A hey, pleasure. And I also want to say thank you, guys, uh, for allowing my wife to see that I'm not doing anything too inappropriate. Uh, oh, never. this whole Too inappropriate. That's a different level of degree. Got it. Okay. Too, this too whole interview, I've been in distress with a, uh, a, a, a Mossberg to my back. So... Uh, <laughs> waiting for me to do something ridiculous thank you gotcha. guys for keeping me in line gotcha brother
0: and yeah, what are some pretty. of the best ways people could reach you and find your shows, sir
3: oh yes but of course you can reach me on uh any one of your major podcasting uh platforms just uh, go to talking sweet no g because i'm the only g in the room t-a-l-k-i-n-s-w-e-e-t six six nine two four one one four two two you can always call in for an anonymous interview
0: Hmm. Get us up anytime. Wow. Got it. Nice. And Mr. Baez, over to you.
2: Now, we are at hrtalkpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at Podcast HR, Facebook and Instagram, hrtalkpodcast. Email us, hrtalk at or you can call us, four seven five zero one eight four two five.
0: 8425 Let us know what you think. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are out there on the roads, drive safe. Have a good night.
3: On, gentlemen. Stay
2: sexy. Always. <laughs> I don't have to be reminded
3: <laughs> Hey guys, <laughs> listen, I gotta get out of here Because I got some making up to do Wife is gonna shoot me, gun me like a fish And then skew me Yeah, man, you're this good This morning <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man, we'll talk I might swim by for that, uh, for that, for
2: for that, uh, that Hennessy, man
3: that shit is strong,
2: y'all. Yeah, might swim by and check up on you,
3: make sure you're okay. <laughs> <And> listen, <laughs> this one's probably going to be finished by then because I'm going yeah. through my whole supply pretty much quicker than I ever would have thought. Yeah, but uh, I'll be getting more. I'll be getting more. Providing I'm still employed, I'll be getting uh, more. I know. Trust me. I'm- People are losing their jobs. What can you do?
0: And it's okay. I'll stop the recording now.
1: Oh. <laughs> No, what is no. That? <laughs>